Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Listeners around the world, good morning to our Easy Way family and Reetha Greer, celebrity host. Reetha, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> We're ready to rock and roll. And we just about, what, midway kind of through March, Reetha, and uh, going into April already this year is shooting by fast. And coming up, and we got, well, coming up on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. We'll be wearing the green. And, you know, in Chicago, Rick, they used to, uh, well, I don't know, they may still do it. They put green dye in the river and make the river they actually turn. They did it again turn. this year. Oh, they cool. They did it again this year. They didn't, they didn't announce it because they didn't want a huge turnout, but they did oh, yeah. dye it green for the weekend. So they're still yeah. celebrating St. Patty's Day. And on the 20th, we got Eric's birthday coming up. And, uh, well, it's actually the 18th. On the 20th, the big day for the uh, virtual event. You go to the Easy Way Wall of Fame app or, or the Easy Way uh, Family app, and you can get the uh, information on there. Getting ready to launch the new Easy Way TV site, 40 shows, 20 channels, 7 networks. Right, we're smoking. And uh, I'll tell you, this is uh, this is exciting. People are going to this, and it's Causing a lot of excitement, and this is going to be fun. I think you're on that. I think you're on the birthday. Uh, I'm walking the golden carpet. I'm talking to Shelly Hunt. There's going to be tons of people there, people we haven't seen all year because of the pandemic. Yes, sir. And it is raining out here. Wow. I'm looking out the window. It's, it's a rainy day in California. Yeah, it is. But Let's that talk brings about us it. up to our hot topic time. Hot topic time. You got it. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, my hot topics are the awards. The award season has officially begun. It began with the foreign press. And, you know, apparently Oscar So White had some effect because the foreign press awards had lots of people of color we watched the Grammys last night, and women and people of color ruled. I mean, the women were sweeping awards left and right. It, it, now, I have to say, I must, I must be getting old, Jim, because those girls were, I mean, where were their clothes? Where were they? I, 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 I'm not going to go there. I promised myself I wouldn't go there. <laughs> but, you know, they... The, the, what they had was beautiful. wasn't enough to cover enough, but it was beautiful. And there were things that they would have beeped off of TV like five years ago. I mean, Cardi B, I, I, I don't know what to say. But at any rate, it was an entertaining show. They had lots of music, lots of songs, lots of dancing. The Grammys are great. This morning you wake up and they're announcing the Oscars. And again, there are lots of people of color nominated. Um, they feel like some people were maybe not getting the acclaim that they should from the Grammy or from the Oscars. So we'll see. We'll see who actually wins the awards. We'll see who's crying. I understand the weekend uh, was snubbed at the Grammys, and so he's not submitting any more of his music. I don't know about the Oscars. I'm sure people feel they were snubbed. But what can we say? And these shows are no longer virtual. They're having some people show up, very scant audiences, but we get to watch it from home and get entertained. So award season is officially here. Jim, what's your topic? Well, uh, in OC, uh, the act of listing inventory uh, it's it's a hot market. It decreased by 72 homes in Orange County during the past two weeks, down 3%. It's lowest level since tracking began back in 04. Uh, today's rates, uh, you know, for a 30-year crept up this week a little bit, but it's still super low at about 3.5%. Uh, 
although highest level since July 2020, still at record lows. And we're financing, guys, if you're in a 4% range or so. Home prices are rising literally monthly. And as for the economy in 2021, CEOs are optimistic that global economic growth will improve. The real GDP, now what that is, is gross domestic product. I'll give you a little depth. It's the final value of the goods and services produced within the geographical boundaries of a country during a specific period of time. So when you hear GDP, now you know what it is. It's the expected, uh, well, it is expected to return to its pre-pandemic level, good news, okay, in the mid-2021 range, which we're coming to. The number of people employed is projected to return to its pre-pandemic level in 2024, uh, back up at the border, as many come across from uh, Nicaragua, Mexico, and so on and so forth, and uh, having a little backup there. And the uh, the children uh, are being basically watched by the security there. They're, say they're daycare people now. Stimulus checks uh, start hitting bank accounts nationwide, and New York should start seeing them uh, early, well, maybe even today. Uh, Henry and Megan interview with Oprah, it was a real shocker. And uh, they were talking about how unhappy they were while living the royal life. So basically all that glitters is in gold, right? Uh, Pelosi blames the uh, express at the, the well, the pile up at the border and the prior president are saying, oh, wait a minute. He, uh, he wasn't to blame. The border guards are saying that was the, was Biden's new uh, security policies. And then we got uh, record-breaking blizzards, the worst to hit Denver in 15 years. Uh, the peak, this is some big winters I'm reading about here, and it uh, it's going across the country and hitting at least 46 states. And uh, Elon Musk is upset over what they call a blue gas and becoming known as the Tesla killer. It's a new engine technology that could basically make batteries obsolete. Uh, measure 110 passed decriminalizing the possession of drugs in Oregon. A meteor over Vermont exploded in the air and, and shook homes and buildings all over. And they retrieved a meteorite found in the UK that may contain a rare DNA. It's a new thing. Never had that happen before, I guess, on a meteor. Uh, ships seen floating 20 feet above the ocean, or so it seemed. They took pictures and videos of a ship that was literally... It was a big one, too. It was a, a big uh, cargo ship floating about 20 feet above the water. But when it was researched, it turned out to be an optical illusion. Like in the desert, you see the uh, what it looks like water or a lake, and there's nothing here. Winston Churchill uh, painting owned by Angelina Jolie sells for an auction at $11.5 million, beating out Reetha's raise bid. So, sorry, Reetha. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Toys R Us may be back. The new owner's going to put it back in the in the grind there. So that's kind of interesting. There you go. Read some of the news. And uh, sorry you didn't get the painting, but can you imagine that eleven million for a painting? Ugh. Well, they paid. I can't remember how much it was, but some crazy amount of money for a digital painting. And a digital painting, anybody can take a picture of it if you put it online. So I, I don't digital painting. Oh man! Yeah. But anyway, with that, let's hit a commercial and come back to our special guest. You're going to like this. We got a real interesting guest. Okay. Introducing EasyWay Family App, your new virtual vision 2020. Be seen, be available, be everywhere. Available on Apple Store and Google Play. Track our content. Stay connected. Create your account to gain instant access. Go mobile or go home. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the Easyway Wall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text Easyway Wall to 55678. Yes, 
indeed, yes, indeed. So, take a little breath here. We got a real exciting guest coming on a law professor, business architect, speaker, researcher, legal expert, a musician, self made millionaire, creator of business coach, UN business trainer, author, philanthropist, chairman and Pursuit Media and CEO, uh, was a chairman and, and company in Pursuit um, Media and Company, CEO Legal Up, Power Up, Business Academy, co-founder, Business Improvement, Empowerment Network with Charles Thiessen, and host on the radio show Money, Law, and You on the Easy Way Network. Uh, is that impress you or not? I mean, I'm going to stop here because Dr. Liddy Lewis is just, wow. Dr. Liddy Lewis, are you on with us? I am on with there you. There she Hello, is. Dr. Liddy, let me introduce you to Risa Gray. Risa, Dr. Liddy Lewis. Good morning. Hello, Ms. Risa. How are you, Ms. Risa? Good morning to you as well. Well, it's afternoon for us because I'm in a Florida right now, so it's afternoon, but it is sunny oh my. and shiny as always. There you go, there you go. So you don't have to worry about the uh, snow right now because they got some storms brewing up there. But, no, uh, no snow. Doctor Lady, <laughs> so so I guess I could say, uh, what do you do in your spare time? Ha <laughs> ha. It's like I well, guess that you know, doesn't exist. Sp- well, well, there is a little spare time. You know, I'm from the Caribbean, so every Caribbean girl knows how to cook. So okay. <laughs> what I do, yeah, what I do in my spare time is some yummy dishes that I probably shouldn't be eating anyway. But okay, <laughs> oh my, I love the process of cooking. I love the process of cooking, and of course, eating it afterwards. <laughs> so you know, there's so many avenues you could have taken. That's what I like asking people. The problem with asking you is you've taken all the avenues. So that's a tricky <laughs> question for me. I mean, you you went down all the paths. But what was it that we started out with law professor and so on and so forth? Mm-hmm. But you put it all in a nutshell. Let me put it this way. Where do you think all that motivation gave you to attend law school and to become a business architect? Yeah. But you didn't stop with law. You went to research and, you know, everything mm-hmm. else, the business yeah. and the coaching. Where did all that come yeah. from? Why didn't you settle down and, and become an right. attorney and just sit in your office? You had a kind of a spirit, a motivational thing. Where'd that come from? Well, you know, it, it, it came from my dad leaving my mom at the age of nine because he was a business lawyer in Brooklyn back in the day. Uh, and his business partner ran off with all the money that they had made and left the country. And wow. the shame of that, yeah, caused him to leave my mom and me and my little sister because he was just so embarrassed that such a smart person like himself didn't see it coming. And so my mom and I and my little sister, we were poor. I mean, we were poor in Brooklyn. This is before all of the advantageous programs exist today in terms of food and housing. This is, you know, we're talking 70s. It was, you know, just the start of probably those programs. So we were homeless. We lived in shelters um, for years and years. So seeing that, being in that space, hating being in that space, being scared all the time, um, I was convinced that I would, yeah, and motivated that I wouldn't let this happen to anyone that came within my uh, my inner circle. That I would be there to support. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh my. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it takes. You know, people, the kids may see a, a father or mother that was a drinker, and they'll say, I'll never drink. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, mm-hmm. it motivates them to do the opposite or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. So you were called a Wall Street lawyer, and people are impressed. Mm-hmm. What is it that stands out from other places you've been and working in, in Wall Street? Is Wall Street like the hotbed of all the new business <laughs> that comes in, you know, the Big rock and right. roll and stuff. Well, here's the thing with Wall Street. It doesn't create anything new. I tell people this all the time. What it does, it takes what other people created that's new, and they learn how to monetize it, make more money off of it. So think uh, of Wall Street as where people go if you want to explore 
accelerate, at least on paper, the value of what you have. So they're just multiplying it out, multiplying it out, multiplying it out, but they're not creating things um, other than the perception, right, that all of the innovative things on Wall Street are new. They're just, they're just to a large extent, um, redos, right, of things that happened wow. 20 or 30 years ago, but the price tag is bigger. And it, they create this energy that you've got to get in there, got to get in there, got to be involved. This is what wow. it needs. Yeah, yeah, but when you really peel it back, there's nothing really new there. You know, it's not um, – the value is created in the perception rather than the actual product or article or service. And that's just the truth of it, and I want people to be aware of that. It's, Wall Street is not where you should be putting your money for long term, right? Uh, put it in yourself. Put it in your family. Put it in your communities, um, not Wall Street. Now, do you think that could be because it was the original melting pot? So you have, you know – all kinds of people with all their little hustles, they're all their mm-hmm. ways of doing business. Mm-hmm. And they're taking mm-hmm. that all from Europe many, many years. And they're all coming mm-hmm. there basically. And then mm-hmm. that's, you know, maybe, you know. Yeah, that that's definitely, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, the beginnings of Wall Street, and that's part of my, you know, academic research, um, you know, the first market crash, right, securities market crash in the United States happened in 1792, Seventeen ninety two, and people are shocked when I tell them George Washington became president in seventeen eighty nine. So three years after George was president, you had a market crash on Wall Street, and all of that was due to wealthy individuals that came from Europe, right, and were just spreading rumors, right, spreading rumors about how great things were going to be in certain stocks. And, you know, and folks that earned their money the hard way working every day put money into it. And it all went bust, absolutely all went bust. And it was actually oh. Alexander Hamilton who put it all back together. So we owe him a huge debt of financial respect um, yeah. because he put it all together. So, so that's where that comes from, really. It's, it's that hope and dream that you're going to make it big. Um, and it doesn't really happen on Wall Street. The, the folks that are already there already know the game. Right, so you're coming into a game that I'm gonna honestly say is fixed against you. We're just not uh, aware of it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So Liddy could have been, you know, you have your law degree. Now you could have been a, a real estate lawyer, like a doctor, doctor, psychiatrist, <laughs> or whatever. There's so many fields. You're right. What, right. What was it? The business? Why business? I mean. You know, it could be divorce law, you know, law for, I know, right? like I said, real that estate, was, so many. Was it business that yeah. piqued your interest, I guess? It, well, it piqued my interest because I got a full scholarship to Columbia University, and that's how my mom and I came out of poverty or being homeless, housing when I when I got a scholarship there. And then uh. a year later, they were going to kick me out or had kicked me out because I was protesting apartheid. And not allowed oh. to do that on campus grounds. Yeah, so they, they, they took my scholarship away, and they had a lawyer there, Arthur oh. Lyman. I have to give him his props, uh, who asked me one question, and that one question changed my life. And he said, if you knew you'd be expelled for protesting apartheid, would you have done it? Yeah. And I said, yes, I would. And he said, Why? And I said, because people who look like me are dying in South Africa only because they look like me. And if, and if all I can do is say, no, don't do it, and there's a voice across the Atlantic Ocean that is saying, don't do it, don't kill us because we yeah. are dark people, I would stand up and I would do it again. And if that meant losing my scholarship, then this isn't the place I'm meant to be. And with yeah. that answer, he came over and said, I want to hire you to be my personal legal assistant, and I've got a case you're going to love. And, and, and I was 17 ah. years old, right? Wow. I was 17. And ever since then, I, I think Arthur connected for me that there's a humanistic value in everything that we do, even money. There's an energy about it. And it's really what what's in your heart, what your intention really is, that matters, that money and Wall Street are just tools to amplify yeah. who you really are. And so yeah. for me, business became the choice because that's what we need to survive to a large extent. we got to pay some bills. we got to buy. You know, you're talking about the mortgage rate. I'm like, woohoo! 
but, you know, <laughs> you need the initial capital, right, to be able to do that. Um, and business provides us one powerful avenue if we know how to do it to really do oh, it yeah. well. So so it was it was business for me. Now, it's a changing world. You know, I mean, uh, you, mm-hmm. you've ex- you're experienced this. It, it's changing for everybody. And uh, mm. you came across someone. Uh, did they make much of a difference in your life? His name was Eric Zuli in the easy way that it, you came across this situation. And how did that impact you? <laughs> you know, Eric Zuli is probably one of the coolest, coolest cats, right? You know, to, to lose the la- use the language of the 50s and 60s, the coolest cats I've ever met. Because here is a young man, right, who's so full of energy, so full of excitement, and he wants to literally, that, that energy that I talked about, wants to share it with everybody, wants to give everybody a pathway to be visible in the world, to share what they do, and he genuinely means it, and he genuinely does it. And I have found, and I've traveled and worked, you know, in many, many countries, you don't often find that giving spirit. But I know it comes for you, Mr. James Dooley, right? <laughs> that, that, that spirit of I'm going to help you, and I need it sincerely, and here we go. Let's do it. That is a rare spirit. Um, and even with me, I, I will show up for folks, and I will defend, and I will push forward for folks. But Eric has a different vibration. He does it with such fun and excitement and happiness, and, you know, and, and it's just a part of who he is. So I really, really, really do enjoy um, what Eric and I are building together, and it's 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 going to change the world. I truly believe it will, because it gives people a pathway, right? I think oftentimes what's missing, no one shows you how. Exactly, I, and I always taught them: I, if you're working with a client and there's a check on the table, don't make the check your uh, your prime directive. Make mm-hmm. making them happy and content. First, you know, mm-hmm. and he literally will forget to check on the table. He gets so excited about working with the people. But, you know. Oh, yeah, Lisa, I've seen I, it. I've seen it with him. <laughs> you'll oh, forget yeah. the check. Yeah. And you'll just keep giving value. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loves it. So, uh, Reef, uh, I'm, I'm cutting out Reef. Now, you know, you you remember Betty White, right, uh, uh, Oh, Lee? I love Betty White. I grew up with Betty White watching, the, watching um, um, what was it, the Golden Girls, the Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. <laughs> Yeah, well, Reetha was Betty White's co-star in Off Their Rockers, so you got a star here. Oh, my God. Hello, Ms. Reetha. Now I can put the name to the face. Oh, my God. We have an epic, <laughs> epic person here. Thank you, Ms. Reetha. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, it's hard keeping her humble, though, and, and you got to keep her awake. <laughs> Reetha, on with us? <laughs> Sorry, keeping her humble. Well, I think I think that's true of most amazing people. They just shine through, right? <laughs> they just okay, shine Jim, through. Can you hear me? We can oh, hear you. you. Okay, can hear you. you. Difficult. Sorry, sorry, we just gave you a big buildup. We just gave you a big buildup. We're talking about you, but you see. You see, Dr. Lee, that's why it's a baby. That's why we call it Radio Boomer's Life, because one of us is dozing off and while well, the other <laughs> one handles the show. I didn't, I didn't doze off. I don't know what happened. I got shut <laughs> off. But I'm so it's excited to see you love Betty White. We have a mutual oh love of Betty White. That's what we're talking about, Dr. Lee. so excited that, that you're Reetha Gray from, you know, the Off the Rockers. So, Go ahead. Uh, I love that. Go. Now, now I can place the name with the face. Oh my God! How amazing <laughs> are you, Mrs. I love it. <laughs> oh well, thank you, thank you. Now I missed all the great financial advice that you gave because I don't know what happened <laughs> that I was off the line. So I'm not going to have you repeat everything. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the only thing to... you need to. Only thing you need to know: keep your money tight. <laughs> Close okay. to your body and don't believe anything anyone tells you. <laughs> well, that's my way. That's my way. Right. I'm, I'm doing. Oh, I'm doing do. some remodeling, so it's really a, a a terrible place to tell me don't trust anything that anybody tells me. <laughs> no, no. When yeah. it comes to people saying that they can take your money and double, triple, quadruple that type of advice, but no, go renovate that. Renovate the property. Make it look gorgeous. 
but but it's the you know, money game, you, as I call it. I'll tell you, Doctor Liddy, this is fun. You you just ate up just about the fifty minutes, and and it seemed like about thirty <laughs> seconds. We haven't even started with you yet. I got so many questions. <laughs> Reese, we made a mistake. We should have had around for the whole show, uh, but you know. <laughs> We're just starting. We were talking about why Dr. Liddy picked law, and but you got, uh, you know, and why business law, but you got Dr. Liddy, a musician too, and uh, mm-hmm. a, a business and a coach cook. and a trainer. What the mm-hmm. heck? Where, where does you this energizer bunny stop? Eat. I love to eat. I, I I love to eat and singing. You know, when you're when you're when you're broke and you're poor and you're scared, singing becomes. An incredible right. source of light. So that's where the musician, I used to sing everybody to sleep in the shelter, just, just a little voice. You know, it wasn't even a powerful voice. It was just, you know, a thankful voice. Um, and it became that's, a powerful voice as I became a woman. But um, music, now music I gotta is ask powerful you, for all of us. Mm-hmm. What, what, what instrument? I didn't know this. What the heck's going on? What instrument do you play? So when I play my voice, I'm a jazz singer. And number two, believe it or not, I love rock. So I'm a I, I play the guitar. <laughs> you play the guitar. I play oh, really an electric guitar. Yeah. And and my Jeez. my passion is to meld jazz and rock together and create my own sound. <laughs> I think we got oh, something going here, guys. When you're playing, you you have to tell me I'm rocking for myself, <laughs> but rock and roll mixed with jazz sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think we have something going it. here to our to our audience because we got uh, Dr. Liddy plays the uh, plays the electric guitar and she sings mm-hmm. and Reese us tweaks or twerks. What is it called, Reese? Twer- <laughs> I tweak and I twerk. What can I okay. tell you? <laughs> Actually, Reese and although I, I watched the Grammys last night and I, apparently I don't really twerk. I just thought I did. They were twerking last <laughs> night, but I, I, I digress. So, Do you remember? So, information. <laughs> You're making my jaw hurt. Get, about, I love it. Smiling. People get listen to you and get your words of wisdom. Did we hear information about this? I, you broke up just a little bit. Dr. Woody, we want to ask you about your new show on your channel real quick before it Okay, I want to get your information so we can get that good information from you. Yeah, tell us about your new show channel. Yeah, so so Eric inspired me to have a show, and then he inspired me to have a channel. So the channel, and I'm looking forward to putting exciting business shows together that people could really use. It's called Champion Leaders Worldwide. That's the channel. Um, so that's a CLW station. And my show is called The Dr. Liddy Show. And what we focus on, shockingly, is our money, our law, and you. And the you. that make you happy. Yeah, money, law, and you. Um, so cool. Um, I think, yeah. So it leaves room for real discussion with folks and, and real answers. I intend to provide answers. Uh, my conversations are always, what do you do next? with what you now know, right? That action-oriented knowledge is what I've always taught students and businesses, that it's, it's not enough just to know. You've got to blend it with actually doing something with what you know. So that's what the show is going to do, hopefully motivate and inspire folks to create a better world around them, right? Let's you are smoking. Our, right? I'm trying, I'm and, trying, I'm trying to be on fire. <laughs> well, you, you are. And when is your channel going to, to launch? So we're going to launch it Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern time on April 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day. I thought that would be a perfect day to launch a station that we could really laugh that up. <laughs> so we could, right? We could have a fun This is so cool. One. This is kind of exciting. And I'm going to have you know? some amazing I mean, uh, guests. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I'm looking we were just talking it. about it's a different world, and you're you're definitely uh, moving into this world in the right right pace here. Uh, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. It's so hard, though, Mr. James. And Mr. It, you, know you know that as, you know this as well. It's hard. Yes. Yes, indeed, folks, because doing this stuff, talking about it is exciting, but 
doing it isn't that there's it's a lot of tech it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of preparation mm-hmm. so, eric i hope he, so, he's guiding you through it but uh oh he's, he's great you, you know you know in my 40 something years of, of of age tech is not something that comes naturally so i've really got to spend time with it um and i i, I just got to do it so i get up earlier i go to bed later to try and master the yeah. tech I find yeah. if you can't do it, you know, you can't, um, you can't reach folks, right? No matter how good what you want to do it might be, if, if you can't do it through the tech, no yeah. one will ever hear you. No one will ever see you. So well, you we don't want to that. let you go. We don't want to let you go. This is too much fun. What do you think, Grace? But uh, we have Carmelita well, sitting there I, tapping I, her fingers yeah, in commercials. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, so that's on April 1st. Your show will your show will debut on the Easy Wave Network. And what's the yes, name of the show? It's, it's the Dr. Liddy Show. And we're talking about your money, the, law, and you. And you, yeah. You're, all and, right. And well, thank you. And we'll have to have you back sometime. Go to the Easy yeah, Wave Wall of Fame. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you can see everything's on there. Go to uh, Easy Wave Family app or Easy Wave Wall of Fame to see Dr. Liddy and everything that's going on. But thank you for coming on because we know you're a busy person, uh, to say the least. And uh, we got to have yeah. you back and do a follow-up here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love to come spend time with you. Thank you so much. Blessings thank on all on both of you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, now for a commercial and then on commercial Carmelita. And Carmelita's corner. The Brain Tap is a unique headset that combines light and sound frequencies with guided meditations. Dr. Patrick Porter, inventor of BrainTap and member of our faculty, has created 20 to 30 minute course reviews for many of our courses. Before starting a course or at any point before taking the exam, you can put on your BrainTap, close your eyes, and begin your course review. BrainTapping guides your mind from an awake, reactionary mind into an intuitive, creative state, then to a place where super learning and healing can occur, with the outcome being a heightened state of consciousness with crystal clear focus. Relax with scientifically proven techniques that create a symphony of brainwave activity, a feeling of calm focus that's just right for learning and productivity. Each session is designed with brainwave balance in mind. Some audio sessions have dual voice processing, which means you may hear two voices speaking at the same time. This technique is used for inspiring left and right brain balance. About to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Are you feeling grand? Well, I am. I have a wonderful guest coming your way today. She's quite a remarkable lady. She has so many achievements that we could really, really talk about, but we only have so much time. She is the founder and the president of Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs, and she's had a long career in corporate America. She's an entrepreneur, author, radio host, event organizer, and she highlights women of achievement. And I hope my friend out there who uh, has a pageant by that name is listening. Um, Anyway, I want to welcome Robbie Motter. So happy to be with you today, Carmelita. I'm excited to be a guest on your show. Well, I'm excited to have you as my guest. I mean, you're quite a remarkable woman. Uh, reading about you, um, you know you're like many that are able somehow to juggle 24 hours and make them into 48 hours. Uh, I want to know how do you do that? Well, I think if you do what your passion is, 
then it doesn't seem like ours. My passion is helping women sort greatness and to let them know that they can do anything they want to do. It's totally up to them. Well, I think that's a wonderful precept. And I want to know what gave you the inspiration to start helping and working with women. Well, when I was back in corporate America, back as you know, I'm 85, so I've been around for quite a while. Uh, back in the 70s when I was in corporate America, I remember I asked this woman if she would teach me something, and she looked at me and she said, I will not teach you or any woman. And from that, and I, I was just blown away, and I thought, you know, whatever I learn the rest of my life, I will be sharing with women, and that's exactly what I've been doing. Well, that is wonderful and so commendable, and actually there's still a lot of work to be done to make a pathway for women to really have the ability to express all of their gifts, their talents, their abilities that many still have stifled and been it's been put away because of one reason or the other. And sometimes it's just society at large because, you know, we've overcome a lot. It was just really recently that the women's suffrage movement gave women the ability to vote. And we still have a lot of work to be done. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the lady who inspired a a bill that was done by one of our previous presidents, the 44th president, which actually gives women the ability to earn the same amount of money that men do because, unfortunately, in many cases, women are still doing the work but not earning the money that their equivalent, the men, make. That's true. So we just have to keep coming together because together we can do more. Yes. Well, ladies are not too shy about expressing themselves. I see more and more movements um, the Me Too movement, and so much that really is making in, an impact on our society, you know, and, and many men are are taking notice. They're having more respect for for the women and, you know, not taking so many liberties. We see what's going on right now with uh, the, you know, the activity in New York from uh, <laughs> The uh, governor there, I mean, we don't know what the outcome of that's going to be, but I think men, you know, are taking notice and they're being a little bit more careful about how they treat us ladies. Right. And also I think a bill California passed where it says that companies must have women on their board is a good thing. That's a step in the right direction as well. Yes. And, and you know, I think that the world would be a lot more peaceful if we had more female leaders, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I can use this analogy, but a rocket, you know, has has a metaphor that some people feel is uh, very, how could I say it, um, significant, because, uh, you know, that is sort of like what gives some men and adrenaline, their adrenaline to, you know, to want to go to fight and drop bombs and, you know, all this macho stuff, you know. Whereas I think the ladies would be a little bit more uh, that they would withhold wanting to, to bomb everything, you know. Right. We, cannot, we cannot bomb our way to peace. You know, there's a different way to bring about peace. Love is the biggest weapon that there is. Right, and helping one another and rem- and remembering it's not just about you. It's about how we can reach out and touch other lives and make a difference. Absolutely. And, Robbie, you are such a great role model. And I, I did attend one of the events that I learned later that you created, Dr. Um, Sherilyn Lee. Uh, we rode on the train there, and it was really a wonderful event. And I probably met you, but didn't know who you were then. Oh, well, I've been doing events for a long time, and my my goal is always to bring the women together and collaborate, so that they can meet each other and see who they can collaborate with. Because it's not 
we're not in competition with each other. We're 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 here together and help each other. And that's mm-hmm. it's why I've been using that. It's all about showing up in the powers and the asking for years and getting women to realize how powerful those words are. Hmm. Wow. Well, I think it's amazing um, how you managed to, to pull it all together. And you also um, not just deal with one region. You have many regions that you deal with. Three right. at least Our, that I know of, Temecula and Marietta. And, well, uh, because, and also because of the pandemic, we do a lot of global and a lot of Zoom. So because we went Zoom, we're getting members from all over the country as well as we have members from Canada and, and the, uh, the Bahamas and as well as other states and England. So I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you do reach uh, quite a broad range. Uh, so anyway, when besides doing all of these great things, uh, you are also an author of a best-selling book. And you've put right. together 46 ladies, and your your book is The Power in the Asking, and it's number one nationwide book, and internationally. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, it's called It's All About Showing Up and the Powers in the Asking. And the 46 co-authors are all members of my GSFE groups, all sharing their heartfelt stories of how their lives changed, whether because they either showed up some, somewhere or asked. And the idea of the book is to get it out to the public so that they understand how powerful those two words are and how they can change their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I already have somebody who, who said that um, she was going to rush out and get the book, and now they can get it on Amazon and also on Barnes & Noble. And it's also available at walmart.com and also on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, you're just moving and grooving. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I I do want to um, commend you on all of your achievements and uh, we're getting ready to head out the door here pretty soon. I mean, the time goes so fast when you're having a good time. Uh, is there anything in particular that you want to tell our listening audience? Well, I'd like to commend you for your cancer group. You know, I'm a cancer survivor. Eight years mm. now, I, I had breast cancer. But, but you know, I think a positive mind helps us get through it. I had my breast removed, and two days later I ran a board meeting. So mm. I think I'm, every year I'm grateful that I'm still cancer-free. Well, that's very wonderful, wonderful. Then what in particular did you do um, that managed you to uh, get rid of it? I had, I had, I had surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a pathway that women do take. Um, my organization, the Rose Breast Cancer Society, is a living memorial for my mother, Juanita Zara Espinosa Udine, who, you know, gave me unconditional love. And that is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this uh, organization. It's a a labor of love. And, you know, it it doesn't feel like work to me because it's something that I love to do, uh, connecting with people. And and the most important thing is doing uh, our best to share information which can empower them. Uh, in other words, it, you know, it's all about, in my case, uh, although there are organizations that raise funds just for research, we do our best to share education because when people have knowledge, they have power. That's and true. there's still there's still so many things that, that we're doing, um, you know, that that I'm learning actually, uh that there is so much to learn about. Just simple things, you know, like uh 
Uh, a lot of people probably don't know that there is a chemical ingredient in broccoli which can uh, act as a preventative. I mean, I'm not saying that broccoli is going to cure or prevent uh, cancer by itself, but there are many simple things that people can do in, once they know about these things, you know. So right. um, that's part of my main premise. And then I'm also working right now with my with my friend, uh, Pasquale Betio, uh, Senior Senator Pasquale Betio. He's now retired, but very much um, active, you know, uh, with his his uh, activities with uh, his brain. He uses his brain all the time and his creativity. And uh, we have embarked on a project called Gardens of Life. And, oh, I love uh, it. Yes, and it's basically... You know, to beautify the mid-city community, we've already started. I've been doing the directing of the art. We started out with a wonderful artist, uh, Catherine Arion of Romania, and uh, it, we've been adding on. We've got Emmy Lou of Uganda and also AJ, which is a local artist, and yours truly, I'm a fine artist, so I'll be adding on to the project as well. But I, I really want to see it expand from one end of the alley. It's uh, alleyography, as Pasquale calls it, project, because it's in the rear of the buildings that are along the corridor of Washington Boulevard and the hospital there, Longwood uh, Retirement uh, Hospital is very, very happy with what we've done so far, the the uh, owners, the directors, the patients. It puts smiles on people's faces, and people may not be aware that, you know, happiness uh, comes in many ways, and art, uh, arts can heal. It's uh, been shown scientifically that they definitely have a big impact in our lives. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we have a different approach but I did take some of my members to the USC Norris Comprehensive Cancer Center, and we were given a private um, tour of of a research lab uh, that uh, is conducted by one of the top researchers in the country. So we also gave, uh, uh, you know, a, a large donation to uh, the USC Comprehensive Cancer Center, and we've also sent donations to the American Cancer Society as well. So it's something that, you know, we do uh, recognize the benefit of. But the main thing is to give people information and and, and through the arts uh, that can help benefit them. Information is powerful, and I think it's great because so many times when people hear the word, they just don't know where to turn. So I think that's wonderful. Keep up the great work. Well, Robbie, we're out of time, and I just want to give out your website real quick here. Um, can you do that? It's the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs.org, and then my personal website is RobbieMotter.com. Okay, and uh, also they can get information about NAFI um, at www dot nafi n a f e dot com. Well, Nafi's not, not doing uh, networks anymore, so the, what information they'll get there about events that they'll be doing. They stopped when the pandemic came. They decided not to do networks anymore. That's why we formed the GSFE networks. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you're doing a fabulous job there, and I want to give a shout-out to our friend uh, Sharon Doyle as as the director there of the Beverly Hills chapter, and, uh, we're, and we're now off to the races. So have a wonderful day, Robbie. Thank you. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being a guest. Bye now. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, last week, I believe, I talked a little bit about ring lights, and I'm just going to give a little bit more information because we're still making Zoom calls, and it's very important that on, especially the business Zoom calls, that you get it right, so to speak. There's a commercial on TV right now that has the guy to busy having his Zoom call, and he has no pants on. So he thinks that they're just looking at him from the waist up, 
but they get to see his whole body, and he kind of tousles to try to make it straight so that they can't see below his waist. So you want to look good on your Zoom calls, especially if they're business calls. You don't want to just be dressed from the waist up because you never know when you might have to stand up and, whoops, there it is. So make sure you're wearing all of your clothes, and then tell the people that live in the house with you that you're going to be doing a Zoom call. So they don't get out of the shower and walk through the room or something else that might be embarrassing. But I mainly was talking about lighting as far as looking good yourself. So a lot of times we'll have maybe the beautiful decorative lights in the ceiling. They're not good for Zoom calls. Overhead lights are not good. You want your lights pretty much facing you. So if you just have one ring light, you put that right in front of you. And if you have two types of light, then you can put them one on each side and aim them directly at you. Also, if you do that, you may have a huge shadow behind you. So what you want to do is put a lamp or a light behind you on the floor. It kind of diffuses the shadow behind you. And that makes you look really good when you're on your Zoom call. They they will think you're a professional. There are also different backdrops you can put on your Zoom call. It comes with some, the newer model um, computer or phone that you have, the better the backgrounds will be. It can be the ocean. It can be a library. You can go on um, the Internet and download all kinds of backdrops to use on your Zoom calls. And I think we're going to be doing Zoom calls for quite some time, so we might as well get used to it. And we're we're running a little short on time tonight, so I also wanted to just say that happy birthday, Eric. The birthday is going to be next next weekend. It's going to be fabulous. Uh, some of it's going to be pre-recorded. Some of it is going to I'm. I'm just having all kinds of technical stuff today. Some of the birthday parties are going to be pre-recorded. Some of it's going to be live. You're going to be able to ask questions to some people. You're going to get great words of wisdom and knowledge from people. And most of all, we're going to be celebrating Eric's birthday. Maybe he'll even tell us how old he is. He's he's getting up there. Maybe we'll have to include him as a baby, but not quite yet. But at any rate, it's going to be a fabulous time. It's going to be on the 20th, so the Easy Way Broadcasting. The Easy Way entry portals will lead you so you can find out how to be at that birthday party. You need to get reservations. So you've got till Saturday to get your reservations, and I look forward to seeing you at the birthday party. That's my tech time, Jim. Give us one of your gems. Okay, baby, okay boomers, baby boomers, it's time it's for Jim from Jim. Technical difficulties. Well, there we go. It's not a typical. It's a simply. When you do a report and the mute button is on, it's not too many listeners there, right? So here I am. Here, I'll start again. <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that. I want to be quiet while you're doing your report. And uh, so I, I search the Internet. I try to find situations, uh, advice, tips, all kinds of stuff for our listeners of all ages, in this case, basically for listeners of all ages because it's retirement, which we'll all be in hopefully someday. But uh, I found U.S. News and a money report by uh, Tom Sightings at a report here, 10 items for your retirement checklist, okay? So uh, it starts a typical job, lasts for about five years, believe it or not, according to Forbes magazine. The average marriage lasts about eight years, according to the Census Bureau. But the figures from Social Security Administration show the average American is retired for about 20 years, okay? So... uh, I'm gonna. Here's a couple of the tips they have, and uh, deciding when and where to retire is one of the most important decisions. 
Okay, and everyone should do their homework before taking a, a big step like this. If you are already retired, you should continue to reassess your situation and be ready to adapt, and that's for sure, changing conditions as well as changing aspirations. Okay, you might want to start a business, whatever it is. Okay, you have, it's it's going to be a lot of change. It doesn't go the way you, you know you plan it sometimes. You'll probably want to look deeper into certain issues, but a little check uh, checklist is a good place to start. So we'll see if we can cover a couple of them. Figure out what you want to do in retirement. If you approach retirement like an extended vacation, you'll probably be disappointed. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do more uh, gardening or play golf, but most satisfied retirees also look beyond themselves to set real life goals, whether it's starting their own business, uh, writing family history, traveling to all seven continents, or taking care of their grandchildren. So you want to figure out what you want to do in your retirement. Are you going to work? According to one survey, three quarters of today's workers expect to work part-time after they retire, but only about one quarter of retirees actually do. Uh, Why the difference? Well, many people believe their old employer will hire them back as a consultant. And we've talked about that, you know, resource to knowledge you have. Or they think they can land an interesting new job. But expectations often don't match reality. If you plan to work after retirement, scope out your opportunities ahead of time. Pre-plan for that one, okay? So uh, are you going to work? That covers that. Decide where you're going to live. That's a big one. The typical retirement dream involves riding off into the Sun Belt, golf clubs and beach umbrella. They call them snowbirds sometimes, you know, leaving the Midwest, going to Florida and the Gulf Coast. Um, The golf clubs, beach umbrella in hand, and and many retires do take that route and are happy about it. Uh, Others decide to move their grandchildren or retire overseas. But the majority of retirees never leave home. They may downsize, but they stay close to their friends and relatives. I knew someone out here in uh, Newport Beach that had uh, actually left a beautiful home with an ocean view, and they moved to New York to be with their uh, their family. Uh, figure out your health insurance. For most people, this means signing up for Medicare at age 65 along with a supplemental insurance plan. But if you retire before 65, you need to obtain your own health insurance. Many people can keep coverage from an old employer or get insurance through a professional association. The Affordable Care Act also now brings new options to early retirees. Whatever your situation, make sure your health insurance doesn't lapse. Okay, that's an important one. I've seen people literally had to sell their homes because they couldn't afford the deductibles, you know, not just the insurance, the deductibles. Because this one couple I knew, they they had insurance, but it was costing them a fortune. All right. Take inventory of your assets. The main difference between working and retirement is that you no longer get a paycheck in retirement. Many experts insist you will need, now I've talked about this before, you'll need $1 million in assets to support a comfortable retirement. They say less, others say more, but anyway, that's... uh, you know, I, I used to say you have to make the average retiree made what was it, forty-four thousand dollars, and you're supposed to make eleven times that amount in retirement. You should take a realistic picture of your financial assets, including pensions, retirement accounts, and all other sources. Don't forget to factor in your debts to see if you have the resources to support yourself for twenty or thirty years. Okay, and. Uh, but anyway, with that, uh, Reef, I think I'm going to end there, and uh, we're going to wrap up here because there's a lot of interesting information here. But it never goes as planned. You know, your retirement, uh, when you think about it, back when you're 20, 30 years old, uh, it, it, things change. You know, there's different expenses that come up. There's all kinds of things. And uh, you have to be ready for, like you're talking about, uh, in several uh, discussions we had, you got to be ready for change and adapt to this. My One of my strategies is paying in advance. You know, bills that you have coming in, add to it. And if you add to that bill, before you know it, you're months ahead and possibly even years ahead. <laughs> add to your water bill. You get to the point where you're three years ahead on your water bill. Have it on auto pay, pay about 
you know, 40, 50% extra. But uh, anyway, tips I have. We we covered that before. So, Reith, are you still with us? Um, I'm here, but we're out of time. We are way over already. So time to say goodbye. Time to say sayonara to our listeners. Absolutely. Yes, I want to tell everybody, see you at the birthday party. Uh, the 20th birthday, Easy go to the Easyway Family app, the Easyway Wall of Fame. Uh, get ready to launch the new Easyway TV site, 40 shows, 20 channels, 7 networks, and it's all exciting. So go to the Easyway Wall of Fame and check things out. So till then, keep moving, keep the faith. Radio Boomers Live is signing out till next Monday morning. See you next Monday or at the birthday party. That's right. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.